Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, before we begin, you know what's up. All links are at packfiller.com. Pock Sports people. God, my notes are thick tonight. And it's not even on cardstock. Uh, where was I? Oh, Pock Sports. Style, comfort, fit, safety, all packaged in the great individuality that Pock has brought to the sport. If you get it, you get it. We're divided here at the Pack Filler on brands. We are. And we'll get to that here shortly. Style, fit, and all sorts. But trust me, you can't go wrong with Pock. Check them out at Pack Filler Link. And tell them we sent ya. I actually wrote, tell them we sent ya. I sound like a car dealer. Athletic brewing people, are you doing it? Are you going dry for January? We were just talking about that before we before I started this. Or how about just prepping for the 2023 season? You know you need to keep the calories in check, but you like flavor. That's where Athletic comes in. Great tasting, non-alcoholic brews with at or around 70 calories per can. With at? Read your copy pad. Get to The Athletic through the Pack Filler link. You can do it. Uh, Untapped maple, people. Great flavor. Great fuel. Great products based on pure Vermont maple syrup. If you haven't tried it, you're missing out. Small, easily digestible packets. Waffles for just about any time. Even ginger maple aid. Wait. Hold on. Okay. I'm just making sure. Oh, no. I was just looking ahead to see. It's like, did I print off last week's fucking show? I swore once. That's one. Ah, I counted. Wait, did you set how many? Three. It's three from now on. That's good. That's a reasonable amount. I don't want, you know, to stray people away. But I just want to keep it raw. Yeah. Keep it real, bro. Yeah. Although Paul dropped a couple last week. Yeah, you did. He dropped yeah. at least two. Yeah. So that ups the ante. So, sh- so when other people drop one, should I remove one from my tally? Do we only allow three for the show? Mm, that's that's no, tough. That's that's I tough. think that that's where we need to get to. But I think that where we're at now yeah. is... We don't want to be PG-13. No. No. That's not what this is about. F that. That doesn't F count. That, bro. That doesn't count. All right. You can tell me you're good old Uncle Pat. Have you made it yet? Have you have you have you made it this far? Talk to me, Uncle, out there. Have you have you have the temptations just been too much? Have you broken your New Year's promises already? <laughs> Thought so. 
You were always weak. Nah, just kidding. Uh, here's hoping you're sticking to the plan for 2023. Resolutions or not, we're right here with you. Welcome to Life on Two Wheels. Welcome to the Pack Filler. I'm Pat Bulger, and we are a man down. Oh, don't cry. The jackass is the super warm climates for a full week. More on that later. We can laugh at the fact that he's probably still on an airplane right now. Yeah. Not flying southwest, but he's trapped. Yeah. Uh, let's get to the job at hand. Let's see who's actually here. Well, if you're with us on the live YouTube stream, you already know who's with us. But for the sake of transi- uh, tradition, let's ask the panel the question. When I introduce you, gentlemen, please respond to the following. What is the most embarrassing thing you have ever worn? Ever worn. And we can go with cycling if you want. Because if you're like me, you've been through enough traditions, like the zinc oxide mood mode when we were wearing colored zinc oxide on our noses because it was cool mm. in a bike race. Colored zinc oxide. It was, it was really stupid. I think, I mean, I, I like pink. I had blue. I had all that kind of stuff. But I, I, that's not mine. So uh, first off, my Ed McMahon isn't here. That's right. Paul Maine has left his station to flee for fair weather. Paul's in Palm Desert or Palm Beach, which... Uh, Palm Desert. Palm Desert. That's what I thought, yeah. yep. Likely picking out a condo to retire in. That's yeah, an old yeah. man joke. That's, 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 I uh, do think that could be a case for him. Yeah, hey, he's just he's, he's down there. You know, yeah. all the people walking around with sandals and socks. Oh yeah, you know, going to dinner at four o'clock in the afternoon. That's Paul's meant to do that, man. It's just he's not here to defend himself. So. <laughs> and I'm I'm now the oldest person in the room. Um, so let's move on. He's the guy who wouldn't have had a proper answer to the "What's your favorite cheese?" question. Because he likely doesn't eat cheese, Mr. Sam Waple. <laughs> do you eat cheese? Not wrong. Are you are you no, cheese free too? Or do no. you eat that bullshit fake stuff? Mm, yeah. Oh but no! Like I will eat. I'm a. This is why I'm a choiceitarian. Like every okay. once in a while, you know, okay. if somebody like were to make a tray of nachos with some real cheese, I'm like, I'll devour that. Really? Does it bother you? Do you get stomach aches or anything? Oh, horrible. You like do. knife yeah. going through the stomach. Like that's the one thing is being vegan wasn't hard because I could it can handle like dairy anyway. Yeah. So I just had to give up meat. But then I went back to dairy because that's dumb to give up dairy. <laughs> Fight through it, bro. <laughs> just <laughs> Fight through. Just, just like shit through a goose. Yep. Yeah. Uh <laughs> what's the most embarrassing thing you've ever worn? I'm gonna stick to cycling. Okay. And uh yeah, I think tall socks, tall like the, oh, like the compression, compression like to the knee. That was bad. They are bad, and I still see people. I feel wear. just horrible knowing that I did that. Right? Yeah. And then do you, do you do you judge when you I see do others? because yeah. it's stupid? I do. Like and, and knowing more about the field now, I'll get sciencey for a moment here, right? Yeah, like, this is a guy who two weeks ago was yes, taking a cold shower. Yeah. Yes, so, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. And now I'm all into the science of it. So <laughs> let's get sciencey about it. And like, you wear the compression socks, and I understand people that don't move and just sit at a desk all day, right? Sure. It helps with blood flow. Yeah. Well, on a bike, you're activating the muscles that are. The, your pumps below yeah. the waist yeah. so it's like you don't need those when you're riding a bike it's the stupidest thing in the world there's actually no reason to wear those on a bike yeah i mean i can understand or exercising athletes wearing them because of running no but you the running pounding? you're still ru- no running you're really? still activating gastroc soleus so the primary pumps below the waist and then you get quads and hamstrings but like Crap. they actually pumps the blood back up so it's like it's totally stupid 
to wear. See, because I didn't know that. Because there was a time when I would wear the compression sleeve because I yeah. had one. I had a, uh, a calf muscle that would pull. It would yank. And so yeah. I kept it on there to kind of keep everything like almost so like an ace bandage. Be like you know some warrant for like doing it. Uh, I don't know, man. I'd have to look at. Just it. don't, right? Just, Just don't. don't. Yeah. But like for blood flow and stuff, which is what I was doing it for. Yeah. That's stupid. <laughs> Um, this was supposed to be. Do you, should I read your brother's? Uh, oh yeah, greeting because he's the newbie to the show, but that doesn't mean we can't be cruel. He's the only person on the panel who survived a vehicular attack by the one and only Q himself. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. David Wiffles was supposed to be here, yeah. yeah, because he was attacked by Q. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> I didn't want him to give him PTSD. No, you, know, I was you like, won't. Yeah. He's in a healthy place. A complete redneck asshole. Yeah. You know, ran you over. Yeah, so, God. Yeah. But he's not here. So Dave's not here. So no. Nope. In the future, we'll get Dr. Dave. Next. And I mean this as a compliment. He's the silent assassin of the pack filler. I know. He's, it's, I, I almost get straight I'm away from I'm excited and nervous yeah. for this spring. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's going to bust out like 1,200 watts. Yeah, I've exactly. Got, well, I've, I've got a picture on my phone, but it's only going to you guys. Uh-huh. So I didn't send it because I feel weird about it's something from my training yeah Yeah, you have okay how many well it's is it above or is it below a thousand above god i don't want to know don't make me feel that bad jackson yeah you can look on strava it's above what above what it's above a thousand shoot (laughs) wait remember fudge Fudge. remember when i did that (laughs) Mother fudger. <laughs> oh, wow. I can good. I can hit 1100, but that's my sprint. That yeah. is like flat out sprint, and I can probably only do it for about three seconds. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, saw Freddie Ovey from uh, Legion today. Yeah. Um, I saw him do a Zwift sprint, and he was like holding like 1200. That's stupid. I couldn't imagine yeah. that. Yeah. 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 for probably like a good 15 to 30 seconds. Yeah. It was like yeah. a long sprint. It was sprint. a long lead out. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Jackson, what's the most embarrassing thing you've ever worn? You don't have to be cycling if you don't want to. Clothing wise, I regret none of my style of what I personally yeah, yeah. wear. Um, very trendy. Thanks. Yeah. He's very trendy. But as his father, I could be like, D- but the. But everybody else thinks it. I look. The yeah. hat, thinks the I look great. That, the hat that made you look like the dude from uh, Home Alone, uh, the little beanie hat, oh, the little yeah. winter beanie hat. I'm not the only like. one. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I think I'm wrong. <laughs> I think ankle length socks. Oh yeah. Are like the thing ankle that, length. Yeah. Are the thing that I look back now and I'm like that looks pretty bad. Yeah. Like below the ankle, like just like yeah. oh basic. the no seams. Yeah. yeah. Really? Like or like the even the above the ankle bone. Yeah, yeah. but just barely. Yeah. Yeah. That's Those what l- cycling socks were for yeah, so I know, long. For a long time. And I'm really happy they're not anymore because I think we look a lot better with like calf, calf length socks. Yeah. I wore a lot of those. I wore a lot of those ankle length. You've ones. done everything. Well, I started in the eighties, man. Yeah. So it's yeah. So it's I'm just embarrassed now. Um, me, I'm apparently the unapproachable one in the show. I, I after we if we found that out last week, that yep. people come up to you and talk to you about the show all the time. Nobody talks to me. Yeah. And Paul's lying. I do not hide from Paul in the grocery store. Maybe I don't make eye contact with people, but I don't hide. But don't come up. Oh, and talk when to I me. yeah in a grocery store, yeah. I am just like. 
Yeah. I'm also, like, you get like get patients stuff, that come man. up to you. Yeah. Students. Yeah. That's oh, a personal yeah. time. Yeah. Students That's look at me. Time. Students look at me like I'm on crack because they're like, "What are you doing here? Yeah, you're you don't. Over, you yeah. don't ever leave the classroom." <laughs> We're done at the end of the day. You just power down and go into the corner, right? You know, and that's what it is. Preschoolers genuinely think that, though. Yeah. They're like, where's your room? Like, do you yeah. live here? Yeah. No. <laughs> and and if they see you, like, I've been up skiing, and they've seen me with a beer in my hand. They're like, oh, my God, I'm to be out of the beer. Oh, my God, it's freaking alcohol. You should see me with my bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, kid. I'll show you some. Um, the most embarrassing thing I ever worn. This is. It could be a long list. Um, flare jeans. I, I was raised, born, raised in the seventies. You know, it's, I was born sixty-nine. So the seventies. I wore flare jeans. You shouldn't I need be a, that. You shouldn't be ashamed of that. Well, the time, you should. You know? Well, I am ashamed of the fact that I was so pigeon-toed that when I would run in my flare jeans, my foot would get caught in the pant leg and I would fall. <laughs> you were that pigeon-toed. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. you wore that flared of jeans. Uh, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. They were. They were San Francisco riding gears, or or Hash was the other brand. Hash. Yeah. They were. They were super flare. Um, a down jacket. I wore a down jacket as a kid, but my, it, and that's not bad because we're all wearing down jackets now, but mine was worse because there was a hole in the back of it, and my mom put a Campfire Girl sticker on it, and it, it sent me to grade school, basically with a bullseye in the center of my jacket. It's like going, punch here. <laughs> Make fun of this guy. Yeah. Uh, red cycling shorts. I, I regret red cycling shorts. That's yeah, tough. That's I rode tough. for a team that had yeah. red cycling shorts. If you don't finish peeing properly... It's like a window to everything. It's just like That's, a little bit of water in those shorts, and it's like going, hmm, I can see your religion. Yeah. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> those are bad. They were bad. So, yeah, those were the days, man. Oh. And I could keep going. I mean, like I said, uh, there, there are cycling kits that I'm not a, I'm not happy with for yeah. over the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cycling's just a sport of fads, let's be honest. You know? yeah. What I think is really interesting, though, is I remember when the first pack filler kit came, Damn. and you and I were like, this is... The black one? Yeah, yeah, the black one. And we were like, this is so cool. Like, like this is the coolest kit we could ever wear. And now looking back on it, I still think it's a cool kit. Yeah. But it's definitely interesting to see how, like, now I look at it and I go, I feel like mm. the cooler... Yeah. 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 You do kind of like go, oh. Yeah. It's not like now. I still wear the shorts occasionally, especially so on I. the on the trainer because <laughs> they were made by uh, Jack Roo. Jack Roo, yeah. And what I liked about them is they the bibs really are up high. a little higher, super yeah. high, yeah. so it kind of sucks in the yeah. the, the belly like a corset. little bit. You can just put yeah. it in a little. Oh, yeah. man, it's yeah. kind of nice. Yeah. It's yeah. like ah, everything's tucked in. Yeah, and I don't I have kinda, that stomach bulge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and it's, I kind of like those shorts, but yeah, it's it was a black with kind of a neon, not neon, but the green of the Pack Filler logo, the brightest color in the Pack Filler logo, yeah. and uh, yeah, we that was the cool. jersey and shorts. They were both black and green. Yeah, the shorts oh. were black with oh. a green trim oh. at the end. Okay. Yeah, and then the kit was black with mm-hmm. green highlights and stuff like that. So it wasn't a bad kit. No, it's a but, it's cool. It's but just it was not now. It's not yep. now. Yeah, yeah. Yep. it's yeah. It's how things have changed. So you know who knows? Yeah, Maybe looking back at this last kit, calling it, I don't know. Although I think Athletic Brewing stole our design. 
because it's the same colors as the athletic yeah. green kit. It's freaking yeah. me out. Uh, you guys, how's the training week gone? Let's be uh, let's 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 open the doors. Jackson's gonna hold the cards a little close to the chest, but uh, well, the rest of us can because you know he's gonna. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, I'll go. I crushed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll go first. Thirteen hundred watts for eighteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Um, I over the last week. Um, the most writing I did all the way up until Saturday was my fit mm. with Sam here. Um, but there we I, go. Because I got I got sick to a point where I it wasn't COVID. I'll say that where I couldn't really taste much mm-hmm. or smell much. That is, it's just like you hear that now, and you're just like, get away, get yeah. away. But it was all tested and everything. No yeah. COVID. So yeah. Wow. yeah. Um. So I got pretty sick to a point where I missed a day of work last week and kind of just took it all the way until Saturday um, where I rode pretty hard again because I wanted to make up for lost time and then I did (laughs) yesterday Um, and yesterday I had never seen so you know how in Zwift you can wear uh, you can wear like the jerseys like Mm -hmm. KOM or you have like you're gonna take this from me well anyway (laughs) keep going or you can wear like a sprint or like a (laughs) like a lap jersey yeah 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 so I at first I got second in the lap so I did the Champs-Élysées in France which is it's pretty flat but it has some climbing to it um and it took me like what 10 minutes and 34 seconds to do four miles and the guy in front of me did it in just 10 minutes flat and then he logged off yeah so all of a sudden you're like bing I'm in a jersey However, I also had the sprint jersey at the time. Oh, geez. so I've never seen two jerseys team. at once. It was split in half. I had to take a picture because I never knew that existed. That's rad. That is. Rad. I thought that was so cool, and yeah. only all because he stopped writing. Uh, so I feel pretty good about the fact yeah. that I outlasted him. Yep, you win. Yep. I really wanted to talk about the fact that I won a jersey for the first time he in my won life. Two. I won one for a climb. And I was so proud of myself that I took like 40 photos of my camera. It's just like, I did that too for the first time. I stopped pedaling and was taking pictures of myself because I'm like, this is never going to happen again. This is the best day of my life. And Jackson got two jerseys. Yeah. So, uh, just yeah. one up in yeah. you. That's brutal. <sighs> Sam, I, um, you can go next because I, I have to completely rethink the, Your existence. the rewards, of, the rewards <laughs> of my past. Week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean honestly actually this last week is kind of where uh the wheels came off just in the Ooh. sense of my standard training i still got in it was maybe four days ah! um i think it was four days or maybe it was three days plus a a ski it was something That's like still- that it it is it was just that like the way that it was arranged was not ideal like it oh. was like Let's say I I rode on like Wednesday and then I had Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then I didn't ride till Sunday night. Oh, okay. right? Like a big yeah. span off because I was just so busy. But um, yeah, I've been I've been stacking my rides so they're all pretty much an hour and a half now, um, and I do like oh. forty five minutes of like intervals threshold and then like forty five minutes of endurance, and it seems to be working really well. Wow. Yeah. But like lower, I was looking at it and like, man, I don't like feel like I haven't really dropped weight or anything. But looking back, I'm yeah, like I can sit now at 250 watts and my heart rate's like 120. 
Wow. Which That's my nice. heart rate, yeah. like I can sit at 185 for over an hour. I have a crazy high heart rate. Wow. Yeah. So like if my heart rate's that low, that's fantastic. Wow. So yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that, I mean, I'm really hoping that when I come into March in Maui, I'm hammering. That's what I'm going to, I'm, I'm thinking of taking a spring break. Yeah. Cause the great perk about being a teacher is you get a week off in April. Yeah. And so I, um, I, I got to catch up to Paul. Because Paul's going to ride this whole week. Thing, is you know that Michelle would be down to go somewhere. She would. Well, she has to work primarily. So Can't um, she work remote, though? She can. So. But I don't know if she wants to t- necessarily sit in a hotel room and work all day. Or or even worse, sit in an RV and work all day. Airbnb. You know yeah. how cool Airbnbs can be? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. So anyway, uh, what did I do? I put four, maybe four and a half days in this week which is actually not bad you know i'm kind of slowly kicking things in four good ride based workouts and then i finally finished my uh 10,000 squat dare be challenge i i was only it's supposed to be done over 30 days but what i did is i put i put it up in my office and every day i'd come in and i'd look at the thing only on work days mm-hmm. and i look it up and i'm going okay throughout the day i gotta do 400 squats or throughout the day i gotta do today i had to do 600 squats to finish it off. And uh, in those days, I just you know, lock my classroom door so nobody comes in and watches Mr. Pack going, you know, up and down. Yeah, exactly. And I just, I, I would just crank them out. I'm like, oh, nope, I got to go to, I got to go pick them up from the office. Oh, before I go, I'm going to do 100 squats. And then I go to the office, you know, stuff like mm-hmm. that. And by the way, these, these derby things are brilliant. So the next one I'm going to start is, is lunges mm-hmm. and getting up to the point where you're doing, 200 lunges which is 100 each leg which is quite a bit a so and so it's it's you each know it's, day? well it's it's starting with like 30 lunges 30 on each leg and then you every day increase it just a little bit to the point to you get where you're doing 200 lunges on each leg each day just one day yeah That's so you still, build you build 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 yeah, build yeah, build yeah. throughout 30 different days yeah. and they have Insane. A database on this stuff that is just like hundreds long, and mm-hmm. it's really cool. And so I just print them off and I put them up. I have some shoulder stretches on my wall and stuff like that from the same You're website. Still reach up overhead. I yeah. T- yesterday I had a kind of a sore day, but this is yeah. I can grab my arms. So I, I, I don't know if the video is catching this. And, uh, oh yeah. Do I, do I have armpit stains? No, nope. you're good. You look really? Great. I'll you just stay great. like this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> you get stuck. This there. is where I am. Yeah. <laughs> Practicing your crossing the line first. Yeah, exactly. You know? Oh, we all have our salutes, right? Yep. Uh, I got to get more core into the program. Yep. And I was gonna. I, someday I have to. Oh, ask we'll give you, you some exercises because I don't want to do planks. No, nope. because that'll just yep. Jack up, up your shoulders. More. Yeah. Okay. Even more. Okay. Okay. We're we're working to undo that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, has anybody found any events yet? I know it's early in the year. I was in a, a meeting the other day, and I found mm-hmm. out the dates of our preliminary road calendar, at least for you know March and April, and then some events in June. I mean July and August, and then our local race has been changed to late summer. When is that again? Which one? The in the local race? Our RC three. They're not. They haven't quite picked the date yet, but they're looking into September now. Ugh. God, that's a bummer. I'm likely not going to make that. I will likely really? be in Europe. 
Oh, yeah. that sucks. I, God, well, how dare you go? I know. Man, that blows. Yeah. Ten day trek in Switzerland sucks. Yeah. yeah. But like, yeah. I it would be fun to do that race, especially yeah. just with the way the training's going. But and I I understand their reason for trying to figure out the schedule. I wish they would have kept it where they went, where they kept it. Right. But I understand that they don't want to do it in July and August because we here in the Northwest now are so terrified of smoke but smoke happened in september last year yeah yeah it was good all the way up until like end of august and we've got a great snowpack this year i mean it's almost weird that you have to actually figure placing your calendar dates based upon the snowpack totally yeah (laughs) yeah but that's where we're at Yeah. yeah talk to me you guys about traveling to races um i in the old days i remember that it would be like we hop in the car, we drive 250, maybe 300 miles, even even the the point of doing one race. But, you know, of course, back in the day, you'd find another race someplace. You know, like if we went over to the west side, the Seattle area, we, you know, we could probably find at least Friday night track racing, and then we could do a, a crit or a road race on, on, on the weekends. Um, that's not the case anymore. We have very few races to attend. Um, how far are you willing to go and how many events in a weekend do there need to be? Or how, what is the, the magnitude of the event you would travel for? For example, a, 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 a large gravel race, a longer gravel race, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or uh, a, a, a big road race, or a big downtown type of a crit. Would you travel? And for, if so, how far would you travel? I just kind of want to open this up and to see how we've changed in terms of willingness to to hit the road that is a great (laughs) question i could go on for like an hour for this topic just because 25 minutes into a 90 minute show so i will say a few things one (laughs) how currently how far will i go right if derby days or like ballard crits so those are big west side of the state crits Mm -hmm. or people that aren't here locally uh it's probably like what four and a half maybe five hour drive in the summer to seattle yeah yeah, four, yeah. four and a half. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would go over oh, two hundred seventy-five miles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, in a heartbeat. Like I don't know what would prevent me from going over there. I would probably even like wake up day of, drive over. Yeah, and then like sleep on I don't know a friend's couch again, and yeah. then come back the next day. I don't know because like those are so much fun, right? Yeah. But they're huge events. Um. Short of that, like I think that gravel events like uh, Rebecca's Private Idaho, I would go to that. That's on my bucket list. Is it? Yep. I definitely want to do that. Like cool stage race, right? Um, But it's just funny to think back on like where I was back in 2014 when I was in the heat of it. My God. I mean, friend was getting married. I'm like, hey, that's great but I'm not going to be there. I have a, I have a one day <laughs> crit, so yeah. right? Oh, yeah. definitely not. At, like, at a business park. At a yeah. business park, right? Like I'm yeah. telling you, In my Tacoma. wife, thank God that she is with me because like, it's incredible. I, there's no way like I would have tolerated what I was doing in the yeah. sense of like, oh yeah, no, no, no. Bike racing is the most important. And, and so like, it was incredible how I would just drive. It was However, I'd get there and I'd sleep on somebody's couch. Nowadays, yeah, I'm not gonna like I David and I 
we had, did a Chico stage race. Um, did you ever do that? No. Okay. It's a really cool race actually, but it was when he was in San Luis Obispo and it was the, basically we drove up there. It's in, why am I blanking on the capital of California? Just outside Sacramento. Yeah. So it's just outside of Sacramento is where Chico is. Mm -hmm. And we found that race to where I was then going to continue driving back up to Bellingham because that's where I lived. And then he just flipped the UE and go back down to San Luis Obispo. So I was like, all right, stage race. Well, I was like, well, I remember a professor of mine was originally from Chico. I reach ah. out to this old professor and I'm like, hey, do you have any contacts that I can get a hold of for like sleeping on their couch? Right. Like, which this is, is me. the most passive aggressive way to say, can I crash in your bedroom? Yeah. I mean, you're on your couch, totally. not in your bedroom. That's creepy. That and so, a whole can I get an A? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like she's and this is I had graduated. Right. Like yeah. I was gone from college at the time. And she goes, yeah, I have this she? good. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I have these good, you know, friends from uh, when, porn music. <laughs> no, she lived in Bellingham at yeah. the time. Oh, okay, she she was my professor in Bellingham. Oh, okay. and she was from Chico previously. Oh, okay. So anyway, I like contacted her old friends and slept. I'm like, we show up on their doorstep at like ten o'clock at night, and I'm like, hi, I'm Sam. Can I crash in your room? Like, and they were and they like, just okay. threw out the couch, you know, and we're like, yeah, here you go. Like that's what I used to do back in the day. Oh, my right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I could never. <laughs> no, I know. Like, and that yeah. was, and, and back then it was like, yeah, this is normal. Like, yeah. this is what you do. And and because when I did collegiate, like, we would just stay in, <laughs> in people's houses, whoever knew yeah. college students. And so anyway, like. I did that, that throughout normal. my entire cycling career. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, back then, I wouldn't even think twice. Now I'm like, I am not going to contact some stranger and go sleep on their couch. No. I'm 31. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to get, like, a hotel, you know. Maybe with some teammates. I'm fine with crashing with teammates in a hotel, but yeah. I'm not yeah. going to crash in some rando's house anymore. And, you, and your your price automatically quadruples. So then, the exactly, you your yeah. price goes up. So it's like, it gets so expensive to go to some <laughs> of these races. And races do an excellent job. Like, I know Tour de Bloom even has volunteers of people that, like, offer up, you know, bed space or whatever. And so local riders can come that can't afford to, you me back in the day. Yeah. Like, you know, so they do their best to like provide that, but it's just, you have to take all that into consideration now. now for example, Spokane to squim, uh, one of our spring races. Yeah. It's 380 miles. No, I won't go. That when far. is that one? Or about six hours of driving, uh, March 11th. Um, mm. there's another place, Mason Lake. I don't know where, I don't know Mason Lake. Where I've That's never where I have it. Lake Cabin. What? We what? haven't talked about this? No. We talked about this. Get out of here. How March? far is that away? It's six hours. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So that's one race. That's a day race. That's a yeah, single day but race. So did they, because they used to do Squim Mason Lake. Are they still doing that? It's, like it was a Saturday, Sunday. So far, what I have is a, uh, no, they're not on this consecutive date. <sighs> right now, I, that's what I've got. That's what they used to do is that they would do like Saturday would be swim, Sunday would be Mason Lake. And so I would go swim, drive down to the lake, cabin, sleep there, race Mason Lake, go home. Nice. Yeah. That's 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 worth it. If you guys want to go to the cabin, you we can absolutely go to the cabin. I will it would take a lot for me to go back to that race. I have bitter, bitter memories of that race. I think I would uh do do I would go to Portland. Yeah, yeah. Um, for a crit or for for a crit, I think we have yeah. the there's Cooper crit on the 20th of July, and the Hammer crit and the Portland crit are both sometimes in in August. Yeah, I think I think they're back to back. Yeah, going to Portland, I would do, especially because I've 
you know, lived there um, mm-hmm. for a bit. And so you're going for sentimental reasons more than proximity well, or ease? Or What I was going to say is racing, when I did race in Portland that one time, it mm-hmm. was it was a lot of fun. It was a really cool environment that I liked. So I thought um, yeah. I would like to race in something like that again. I think that'd be kind of cool. But also, yes, I would understand, like, the city. Yeah. I And I, I would also be like, oh... There's my bad apartment. Like, yeah. it's a cool you know, things like that. Yeah. A little, yeah, little yeah. opportunity to drive mm-hmm. through the town. Right. Um, now, put in the, putting into perspective, Jackson, once upon a time, we would drive 300 miles one way for a soccer game for you as right. a kid, for one game. Well, That's back then, insane. it felt like I didn't have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, but how, how brutal to drive. was that? Was that realistic i mean if you if i were to say hey jackson we're going for one race just like we used to in the old days and you would look at me and go no Hmm. would you no would you would i would you say no would i make that um you know i said hey jay we've got a uh we're we're gonna i'm going to a race saturday we you know we're gonna leave at six o'clock in the morning we're gonna do the race and we're gonna either come home that night or we're gonna stay one night yeah, I mean, I would do that. I'm getting more to that point where I'd be willing to go and do that, especially now that I've, you know, settled in. I understand how my schedule works sure. and all that and recovery. But, yeah, I think I think I would do that. I really I would like to do that with with the whole team yeah. this year yeah. at least once. That's I think that'd be really deal. cool. Yeah. Um, we all get to go to a race and experience it together and then afterwards kind of share a time together. I think that would be kind of cool. Yeah. So, like, whether it is we travel to your lake cabin or we travel to – Jack's house, something yeah. like that. I think that would be just, really cool for us. Ten and, out of ten, it should be a stage race, just so yeah. we can experience a weekend together. Yeah, and I know that that's that's the first thing Paul would have said is he he would have talked immediately about the fact that you know these stage races are affordable, you know, rim breaks, <laughs> Belgian beer, yada yada. <laughs> but um, the thing about it is, is, how do we expect people to travel to our races if we're not willing to pay? it forward and and go to theirs and so you know i think i think because over, we've been doing it for years but, but god did I, no 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 i'm not a noob anymore i don't have to is yeah. i paid my dues i've paid my dues a long <laughs> time all right all right that's no fair. It, i yeah. do understand where you're going with that but like that makes sense it also cracks me up that you know for example i drove i, I hopped in the rv you know 10 miles a gallon in march last year and drove to bfe washington you know i i just middle of yeah. nowhere got a camping site and did all that and then rode a gravel fondo the mm-hmm. next day and i didn't blink twice about it mm-hmm. but if I were to hop into the car and drive to Squim, I, for and I'm like one race, that's not enough. Yeah, but but I'll I'll go for a gravel. for a hundred mile gravel fondo. It's it's so weird that is that that's really in my weird. mindset. Well, I think at least for me, what makes it like more worth it is having others go with me. Yeah. I'm not the yeah. only one doing the the event because then at that point it's like it. I get to go and then sure I get to talk about it with my significant other whether yeah. or not they come. Um, <laughs> but, and I'm not saying they wouldn't. I mean, obviously yeah. she's she would love to do all that mm, stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's like I don't know what it is, but having like teammates that also experienced the race oh, that I yeah. can talk about definitely make it a little more worth it for me. Like when yeah. we went to um, where did we go? Ellensburg. 
Oh yeah. I didn't. I mean, I didn't finish that ride, but also, it was like I had a great time talking about it afterward. Yeah. And like, if I went all by myself, to be honest, I wouldn't have gone if yeah. I went all by my, if I was gonna go all by myself. I will say you're you're totally striking a key there because like. When I was in college, I was excited to go every single weekend. And it could be anywhere from Bellingham to Missoula, right? Yeah. Like like huge drives. Yeah. Every single weekend in the car at, you know, right when school was out at like People don't four. know that people don't know that's about two hundred miles a radius. A two hundred to three hundred mile radius of our city. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so but when yeah. I was in like, you know, two hundred miles the other way, yeah. And then going two hundred miles the oh opposite. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah, it was a fifteen hour yeah. drive. Yeah, yeah. Bellingham right. to Missoula is a long way. Oh, I keep forgetting Bellingham. Huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's the thing is like I was looking forward to it, but it was the camaraderie because not only my yeah. teammates were there, but also I all the guys that I was racing against, we were all friends. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so yeah. that was super exciting. And then once I, I left collegiate and went to the just standard open. It was good because I was still on a big team and that was fun, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't the same as like that, you know, seeing all my buds and all my friends. And I think the part of that changes with like your priorities in life. Right. Um, But that was still something I look forward to when David and I were racing over here and we were still racing with a team that was based on the other side of the state is like we get to go see our teammates on the weekend. So we would drive over and it's like we get to go pair up with them. And that was a blast. Whereas like unless you guys went i honestly there's no way in hell that i would go to swim there's no mason lake i have a place there there's no way really there's no way okay let let me uh let me play a little devil's advocate here because this just popped into my head how far would you travel to go see a concert a rock band a band you've always wanted to see if taylor swift was coming to spokane downtown i would go well downtown yep no but I'm not, you, you asked to, I'm not a God. concert person. I was like, <laughs> Taylor Swift? If Taylor Swift is going to Seattle, the dude's I would a go. Vegan? Yeah. Which I am. Yeah. Backstreet Boys, I'll be there. The dude's a Taylor Swift fan and he's a vegan? We got to change the locks, man. <laughs> Burn that microphone. Um, okay. Okay. So you don't, you don't go to concerts. I don't. So yeah, I that was just, that yeah. But um, he would go to Seattle for Taylor Swift. So. Which I am. But yeah. also, like, for instance, like, let's say. Like if Harry Styles was in yeah. Seattle, genuinely, yeah. I I would make the trip because that's like to me that's like a once in a lifetime thing. Ah, oh, that's crazy. Okay, okay. No, but like I mean, if you, uh, my thought is like a, a here's you know if in a bike race you get my races are usually eighty miles. Yeah, let's say in the one two field, right? If a road race eighty miles, that's gonna take four hours, mm-hmm. right? At most, so it's like I'm paying for four hours of entertainment. Right, and then you get a little bit on each side. It's like that concert's not four hours, is it? But see, the thing is, how I view going to a race and how I also view going to a concert are very similar things. I don't think that I'm only going for the thing. Oh. I'm also going on a trip. Okay. okay, that's what I. That's how I view things. So, like, let's say we have like a Seattle race. I would go there for the race, obviously, yeah. but also there's other things around that that I think would make it fun yeah. but that also costs a lot yep so we just need to change our mindset god you're so bright no, you are so say? wise okay <laughs> you know what i'm i was going to go to the news but i'm gonna see he should lead this show <laughs> i know pretty soon i'm not gonna be able to push the buttons or read the news anymore <laughs> speaking of which i was gonna go to the news but i'm i'm gonna jump because i'm gonna okay. i'm gonna hold the news till the end of the show because uh, i i'm gonna jump straight to the topic 
that wasn't the topic? No. I know. It wasn't. Wow. Was <laughs> just we just segued like a mad mother to yeah, all the way to there. Uh, tonight's topic brought to us by our friends at Jiro. Believe it or not, mm-hmm. right? I think they're new. Are they? Did I mention them before? They're tagged. They not yeah, so. uh, that's right. We technically have a, two helmet manufacturers on board. Why? Because they both rock. Jiro is the OG of the helmet revolution. I said OG. We were all wearing salad bowls on our head. Well, at least Paul and I, before Jiro had the genius to rethink how we protect our brains. Seriously, I had a Bell V1 Pro. The thing was like honestly taking a wooden bowl and just sliding it onto your head. And then my dad let me wear a Broncali one, which was like a hockey, those old school hockey helmets, yeah. kind of like that, yeah. breathed about as well as a corpse. Yeah. yeah, they were just terrible. Uh, not to mention Giro's innovations in shoes, clothing, and so much more. Giro, you guys. Um, Sam, you talked, and what made me switch is you. we, we were talking about the concerts. You're like, okay. Four hours, I'm paying for four hours of entertainment. Mm -hmm. A bike race. Mm -hmm. In pain. Yeah. Entertainment. I want to talk about the cyclist's ability to ignore. We as a species are kind of messed up. Bike racers are. Uh, We tolerate pain on a daily basis. We are at our happiest when we feel our worst. We all need, uh, all we need are chains and whips and we're full-blown masochists. Let's be honest, (laughs) right? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, And I want to take a second before proceeding to talk that while we hope to make this uh, show a comedy-based show, this can be a serious issue also. And I want to let everybody know that we're we're not ignoring the symptoms. uh, Follow doctor's orders. Ask for help. Make sure to take care of yourself both physically and mentally. I want to talk about the way cyclists screw themselves up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, how many of us ignore physical symptoms? I mean, I think I brought this up on the last show. I've spent the last three plus years thinking my shoulders just felt like crap because I'm You're in my fifties. Yeah. yeah. Um, aches and pains, a little virus. Anybody? Oh, it's just a little mm-hmm. virus. I'll be fine. You know, my if I ride, it'll clear out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've I got I, <laughs> underneath my armpit yeah. feels like a grapefruit, but I'll be fine. Yeah. you know, or something like that. Yeah. Do do we do that? Do do we? Can we all agree that we do that? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm guilty of it, and I work in the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I mean, yeah, it's part of it. Mm-hmm. It's, you, it it just attracts that mentality of intensity, right? Like that's yeah. why, like, and I, like in all seriousness, like you'll see a lot of recovering drug and alcoholic you know individuals coming from like rehab and then they need some kind of an outlet and they get into biking right they get into some kind of endurance sport because like there's a certain level of intensity and insanity that goes with this it's almost like a flagellation thing where it's like i'm punishing myself for past sins or something yeah yeah um jackson do you you think uh, actually, no. I'm going to ask you this that first question because I know that you've been, de- you know, you've had aches and pains. You've had, you know, especially your knee issues and probably injuries associated with your soccer career. But do you just kind of push it away and say, "Oh, it's no big deal. I deal with pain all the time." Do, I mean, have you entered that mentality range? Um, kind of. Yeah. It, it it very much depends, especially when it comes to, which is really interesting, like working. Yeah. I've noticed that I've become more like, oh, if I'm getting sick, I have to go, you know? Um, but in terms of cycling, yeah, it's definitely like in the moment when, when, if I'm riding hard and it's like 
for instance, if it's a race and I begin to feel some sort of pain, like I'm immediately going to ignore that because I care more about, <laughs> it's going to sound terrible, but in the moment I would care more about the result than I would my body. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. It's yeah. Sick. So screwed if, it's I'm, so sick. if I'm going up a climb full gas and I could get dropped or stay with them, I'm going to stay with them. Yeah. Like I'm going to do all I can possibly to. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Like you'll push until your arms go numb because yeah. it's like, I'm not dead yet. Yeah. Is it a, I mean, I keep thinking of the classic, you know, alpha male mentality. Oh, I'm fine. Rub some dirt on it. You'd be good. You know, but I see a lot of cyclists who do that. Who's mm-hmm. just like going, oh, you know, I felt worse. I'll be fine. Well, sport yeah, fosters that. Sport it really does. fosters yeah. that. Yeah. It loves the emotion of it. Yeah. Right. But I mean, I'm talking even day to day. Yeah. No, no, know. totally. Um, I mean, yeah, because like I've I've struggled with my back issues, right? I mean, everybody's known how many races I missed last year. I was just thinking, I've missed two of the state champ. I've paid for two of them the last two years, <laughs> and I haven't gone. <laughs> That's oh, okay. Anyway, um, but no, like it's it's one of those things that I had to really take a realization in the last. Oh, I've gotten good at it in the last two years to being like, no, I have to pay attention to my body because. We are a breed in which it's like, I'm willing to die. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready. Give it to me. And, you know? And, and, and there's this this pride about it. Yeah. Oh, I, I coughed up a lot. I puked at the end yeah. of that race. I was going yeah. so hard. It's like, that is serious gastrointestinal issues. Man. Yeah. I mean, it's like when I broke my arm yeah. and finished riding 20 yeah. miles because I was like, yeah, I can do it. What? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's it's one of those things that it yeah it breaks my when I had my crash last you know season in Maui I was like I could ride home. Yeah. Every time soccer is on TV, all the cyclists go to social media. Yeah, and and they, they show just, those mm-hmm. posts about cyclists being yeah, all bloody, like I'm fine, I'm fine. And part of me is going like, yeah, that makes that's we are tough. But then the other part of me is going, that's really messed up. It I is. mean, that we are riding ourselves far and beyond where we should be i mean we're watching nfl players playing with massive major concussions how many cyclists have probably jumped back on the bike probably with a head injury that should not allow them to continue 100 percent. that is so real um man get your get your concussion checks before you get back on a bike if you've had a bike accident even if you haven't like actually hit your head it's called coup counter coup and it's just like the head jerk and your your brain literally slaps against the inside of your skull and uh that's a concussion you may not even like actually hit your head and that's what can happen it's just like what happens with the whiplash and the other thing that i will say is like i mean yeah I have so many, even friends locally, and this is like, I can pull up articles on this, um, (laughs) about people that have AFib, for instance, or like any kind of uh, issue with their heart that they go into irregular beats. And um, it's more common in cyclists. And it's, Leonard Zinn wrote a book about it called The Haywire Heart. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so it's one of those things that like, it's because we push through these limits and it's like, there's a sense of pride in it. It's like, man, I want to be 80 and still riding. I don't yeah. want to be. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, like actually take a step back and, and, and look at like what is good for your body. Cause there's a lot of research out there for like pushing too far and yeah. what is too far. Mm-hmm. 
Do you guys think that putting our bodies through this constant pain and stress is going to, I mean, there's this, this what doesn't kill me makes me stronger mentality. Does, do, it, does this type of mentality and lifestyle, is it going to make us live longer or is it going to cut it off earlier? I mean, yeah, I, th- I mean, I think that's, a, <laughs> I, that's a tricky mentality to have though. Cause I think if you, I mean, doing things that are healthy for yourself are obviously very, very important. We yeah. all, I mean, we all know that that's not saying anything new. Um, but I also think that living in a mentality of, is this going to kill me someday or is this going to yeah. keep me living? That's, that's never a, place that I've I don't know if I need to live in because then I'm going to constantly I mean for instance the fact that I'm what two-thirds into this cider is that going to make me live longer you yeah. know like I I don't it's not the years it's the quality <laughs> oh, wow Excuse that me. was a big yeah that made my headphones shake. <laughs> sorry about that um, <laughs> but because I because I because when I go out for a ride I don't think am I is this going to make me live longer because that'll just Oh, that'll, stre- totally. that'll stress me out, you know? Yeah, totally. In <laughs> every ride gives me another month. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think that that is like to the point of there is a definitely a fine balance between like there's some people that I tell them like, oh, yeah, I hopped on the bike for two hours this morning. And they're like, why? You rode your bike for yeah. two hours? Yeah. Like, you, how's you your butt to? feel? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah. so like. You can tell the difference between somebody who like actually needs to HTFU, right? Yeah, yeah. And as opposed oh to like, God. skip the F word on that one. No, right? it's Just my next question. The HTFU mentality. Oh, Cyclone. get out of yeah. here. I'm circling it. Oh, right? Perfect yeah, lead. Yeah, was, but yeah, and like, then there's other people that need to actually dial it back and, and realize yeah. like, okay, I'm actually doing damage to myself right now, right? Like you shouldn't be spending excessive time. And for me, like my heart rate is high, but like if I'm above 200, I'm doing damage. There's, I mean, I'm like coughing up. Like I, every time I breathe, it's like a hard wheeze for like two days. And it's like, (laughs) that's probably too far. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I get what you mean. It's a balance. Yeah. And I've heard other content creators out there talk about how they, like their heart rate, is like over 200 and yeah. in that moment i'm like i'm i mean i'm pretty young i know that i have a i i can get to a pretty high heart rate um like when i see 190 that's when i get, i know that it's like that's the roof i couldn't imagine hitting a point where i see a Man. two in the first three digits oh God. yeah the number of times that I, I i will never forget going up mount bachelor the cascade cycling classic day three or something like that and from the bottom i was 200 at the top i was 215 see that whole time at the mountain I see 200. You're going to die. I, uh, no, I am dead. <laughs> yeah. You are dead. Yeah. I'm on the ground and yeah. somebody's going, don't go into the light. <laughs> Stay away from the light. Yeah. I'm pouring water in your what? face trying to wake you up. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Tell Michelle I loved her. <laughs> and the, <laughs> the key to the safe is in the... <sighs> <laughs> yeah. It's... No, wake him up. <laughs> All our big demons are in that it's safe. <laughs> yes, this A- HTFU mentality that we have in cycling 
it's it, you know it's this swallow it up it's this get tough it's this mentality and and you know what it's it's so funny because i find myself you know ridiculing other masculine macho type of sports but let's be honest we are one thousand percent entrenched in it and and you know i i i i'm not in the women's peloton but i can only imagine it's the same thing but with a lot less grunting yeah mm-hmm. you know and, yeah. and ball scratching yeah. or something like that but yeah. you know it's mm-hmm. it's it's I, I imagine it's the same thing it's this harden up get tough you know dig deeper than the other person how many more cliches can i find 110 percent. you know all yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. bullshit that that comes out um talk to me about um t- have you guys ever ridden yourself into injury well, well, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not talking actually, crash. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, uh-uh. yeah, yeah. Yeah, really. At the end of the twenty, many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Fourteen season. Um, I had finished a massive collegiate season. Went to nationals. Uh, I had to coach the whole time, so he's like, "I'm just gunning for like, I want the best results I can be or I can have." And um, at the end of the season, I actually will never forget going into the doctor and saying, "Like, I have mono." The doctor <laughs> looks at me like, "No, you don't. You, like, you're a cyclist. You don't kiss anybody." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Your pillow doesn't count, Sam. Exactly. <laughs> They're like, like, why do you think you have mono? And I'm like, I have no energy, and I feel like I'm dying yeah. all the time. And they're like, you eat some food, bud. And I was like, I eat endlessly. And like, yeah. okay, well, stop exercising. And I'm like, I can't. I weighed 165 Never. pounds at 6'3". Wow. Right? Like, I was just skeletor. <laughs> what do you weigh, Jackson? yeah but there was it was very different proportions like i had like just ribs showing and then like huge legs right i mean like emaciated and there's yeah Yeah. emaciated like because i'm not a pro athlete right like you'll see pro athletes like brad wiggins is or chris Froome, right and those guys like they're built differently i'm an average joe that just got into that competitive league and so it's one of those things where, yeah, I was not built for that. And so they just looked at me like, yeah, stop riding and eat more. And I was like, okay, sure enough, put on like five pounds. And I'm like, oh, I feel like a hero. You stopped riding and ate more? Yeah, I had to. I was dying. I was like, wow. this is this is how I die. I rode myself into Epstein Bar. That's crazy. In, in, uh, in my junior years. Yeah. yeah. 17, 18. Um, yeah. Some of my fastest years of cycling, I was just... 
I kept training and training and training and training and training and training and training. And then I couldn't, I went to the Olympic training center and I was, I was racing against guys. And I, you know, when I first got there, I was competitive as hell. Yeah. And then over the next like three months, I was training with everybody, but I just got more and more and more. I got slower and slower. I couldn't hold on. I was the, Eddie B looked at me once, Eddie, the national team coach. He's just like, oh, we need to put a stop sign on your ass because you're the last rider on every field. And by the way, as a 17 year old, and when a, when a tough old curmudgeon y Polish guy tells you this, mm-hmm. you go back to your room and you, and you, you sob into your, into your pillow. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm not getting out. I'm the worst person ever. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I rode myself into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jackson, yeah. you you nodded when I first asked. Yeah, the I mean, the first midnight century that I rode was yeah. um, was on a bike that was too small. Yeah, and um, after a while, I knew that it felt weird. But it's your first century. Mm-hmm. It's it's what four in the morning. Yeah, and then you're um, in the middle of nowhere. It's like. How am I supposed to quit right now? You know, I had the, it, I was in that mindset back. With, that was when I think I had finished playing soccer, but it was, you know, you're, the next sport you pick, you're probably still going to be in that same mindset. Sure. And for a little background, when you play soccer, if you get hurt, especially as the position that I played, you have, you have to get up mm-hmm. or else you're the last line. And, um, <clears throat> and so that was what I thought I needed to do, except now. I'm 23 years old. That was my freshman year of college when I was 18 or 19 or whatever. And, um, I still have that exact same knee thing. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We should do that this year. Midnight century. Yeah. I've never done it. We should just do it as a team. I'm about to use one of my words. Do it. I dare you. Fuck you, man. (laughs) Because last year, you were gonna do it, I know. and you. Oh, the boat's sinking. I better bail. Yeah, yeah. and oh, sorry, I showed guys. up. I, can't make I it. showed up more or less by myself. There were some people I knew there. There are some people. And, you know, a lot of you guys are listening right now. There were some people I know there, but I just feel uncomfortable unless I have like <laughs> a security people. friend, a, a security stone. friend there. Yeah, I'm just like I need to reach over occasionally and just touch somebody. I'm a really insecure person. <laughs> The more I've Remember hosted the this show. The, when we were talking about not saying hi to people. Yeah. This is real. The more I'm hosting this show, the more I'm realizing how absolutely messed up I am as a human being. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope it's entertaining for people because I really hope you're enjoying me exposing my my nakedness of stupidity and insanity to everybody. But um, I... Um, I went there. I showed up. I was there. I was like, "Hey, how are you?" And we started the whole thing. And then I I got into it. And I was just going, "I don't have my friends with me. I don't know, man. This isn't working. I can be competitive, but I miss my friends." Yeah. And then and then my lights went out. <laughs> That's brutal. But anyway, the, it's it's a great ride. I do, it would be an even better ride if you had a friend. Well, yeah, but if it wasn't at midnight, yeah. I don't yeah. like st- going to bed Why, at six like, o'clock. What if it started at like ten? You know, I'd probably be more apt for. I it, would but, be more apt for it because then you'd be done at four yeah. or whatever, yeah. right? And yeah. it's like that still like sucks. Don't yeah. get me wrong; yeah, it throws yeah, off yeah. your whole sleep cycle. But it's not starting at midnight. Yeah, I can't imagine. I haven't seen midnight in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Really? No, I did. yeah. I wow. did. I'm in bed at I did I'm ten in bed days at ago. 39. 
Yeah, I did 10 days ago. 8.30? 8.30. Whoa. 8.30 or 9. I'm going to bed, and I'm like... I mean, my wife leads the charge. Hey, She's, Paul. Paul, this one's for you. Hey, you boys. Best keep sweating out there. The more sweat, but the like, better, boys. I got up at 5 this morning. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, so, sorry, I just want to finish off yeah. some co- a couple topic things. About uh, the things we sacrifice... Um, are they healthy sacrifices? Time, diet, uh, you know, alcohol. Yes, I, I will admit I am 10 days off of alcohol and my whoop score, well, except tonight, but my whoop scores have gone through the roof. Um, I have more energy and it's really pissing me off because it sucks. I like beer and bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and our obsession as bike racers, Sam, as you talked about it, going to your doctor, we have an obsession with our weight. Mm-hmm. Um, borderline sick. I remember totally. t- Tyler Hamilton's book talks about the fact that when he said he knew he was ready to go to the racing season, when he would sit on his dining room chairs, which were wood, and they would hurt because his sit bones mm-hmm. would go straight to the chair. Mm-hmm. He had no fat layer left to protect his ass from a chair. Um, that's not healthy. Can we admit it? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, just, I think that I am the freshest out of being in crazy good shape because you're still there. Right. <laughs> and hopefully like, hopefully that stays. We got to ride that gravy train. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like when I was Jackson's Silent age, like assassin. <laughs> I was like, man, 175, like year in year out right and maybe i dipped down towards 170 when i was racing really hard and then 165 when i was peaking but anyway now i'm a solid 190 maybe even 195 somewhere fluctuating in there and it took me a long time to be comfortable with that because i was like oh this is bad like i need to lose weight and my wife's always like damn you're really healthy like you don't complain about your back nearly anymore Mm -hmm. you know and so it's It's one of those things that it's really hard that transition into becoming a normal human again, right? <laughs> and like, let me know when that happens. A, yeah, and a functional yeah. human, and then like a cyclist. Like those are two totally different things. But it is. It's almost like we'll fat shame people too. It's like, oh, you need a size extra large jersey. Yeah, I'm a size medium. Oh yeah. And it's like, who cares? Great. Yeah. I, I've been fat shaming myself since the show started. Yeah. yeah, you know, in 1999. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've been obsessed with it, and I will. I I am now at the point where I'm like going, I want to be 190. Mm-hmm. That's healthy goals. Though. That's, that's but yeah. but then it, you know when I get to 190, I'll be like 185. I know. Really cool. Yeah. See, that's where it gets see, dangerous. Is mm-hmm. then you. But I also, <clears throat> excuse me. I think that's also a weird thing that a cyclist does. Yeah. Is that we look at a number and we think, can we do more? And it all goes back to the fact that we continually push it. Yeah. Yeah. Is that healthy? I mean, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, no. but I think we all have that obsession to. I mean, at least I I'll speak for myself. I have that obsession to. Can I can I just do a little more or can I be a little bit better? Yeah. You know, it's just it's this weird, especially with the competitive edge. We always want to have that leg up. And when it comes to weight, we all want to think what is our best weight we can have to be better than the other person. I mean, I don't own a scale. So, and, and I think that is something that is very good for me in a way, but, but I also, I do, I have a body fat scale too. Yeah. Yeah. 
but I'll, 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 I mean, I'll also go into the bathroom and if I have my shirt off, I'll like, I'll squeeze my stomach to see if I grab, yeah. if I yeah. grab very much, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I think that in itself is unhealthy because totally. I, cause I know the fact that I am six, four, I'm the tallest person in the room mm-hmm. yeah. and I weigh, and this is not me meaning to be yeah, like yeah. bragging. You're or, the lightest person. I, in the room. I, I yeah. shouldn't, yeah. I like realistically, I probably shouldn't be. Yeah. But it's, I mean, you and Paul weigh like the same. Yeah, right? exactly. Insane. And I'm, I mean, at I'm least, not going to say a foot, but yeah, at least, I'm, at least four, five, six inches yeah. taller. Yeah. yeah, it's just like, I, I shouldn't have that mentality of looking in the mirror and going, "Could I be better?" Because realistically, if I was, I would probably be in trouble. Yeah. Right. I, I, I actually included this because I, I, I type out my show notes earlier in the day, mm-hmm. and I, I. I put in parentheses, say this, Pat, as I'm typing these actual notes, my stomach is growling and I'm not going to let myself eat for another 90 minutes. Stupid, obsessed, or training. Wow. Wait, okay. So this was at probably at about 1030 this morning. I, I am intermittent fasting. I still have been I'm going to show fasting. you research on that. How it's bullshit or how it's good? Uh, with exercising, it's not good. I wanted to ask Dr. David, yeah. but Dr. I David know. isn't here. God. Yeah. Because, because, <laughs> because, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do it during the season. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Hell yeah. no. Yeah. yeah. But right now I'm like going, you know, if I finish eating by eight o'clock, I can, I can go to work and I can like kind of get busy and get distracted and then not eat until noon. So here's the really interesting thing. I will say like, I think intermittent fasting could be okay since you don't ride in the morning, right? Mm-mm. So you ride in the evening if you ride on the yep. weekday. Yep. So as long as you're eating before you get on the bike, because otherwise your body is going to digest its muscles first, yeah. right? Because that's where all the stores are kept. Sure. And so instead of like, you're just breaking down all of that. So like for me, I ride in the morning. So I was intermittent fasting as well. And not a good thing. Yeah. But like we do that I'm... because we watch our weight. Yeah. It's an obsession. It's I, an obsession. I, I'll be honest. I mean, I know that the average listener is going to go like, duh, yeah. that's yeah. freaky weird about this. Yeah. And I, and I am. And it's just, but I mean, it's a system that you found that has worked though, because this last couple winters, mm-hmm. I mean, you felt better, right? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. And so, every, every winter over the last four winters, I've been at least four to five pounds lighter than I was the winter before. Yeah. See, I think that that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I gained in the winter. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Yeah. Daddy likes beer and, you know, <laughs> and whiskey. Christmas fudge and whiskey. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, so there's also, you know, a healthy balance. Like yeah. you're willing to go, oh, I'll let myself indulge during a specific time of the right, year, you sure. know. But you're also not saying like <clears throat> I'm going to go through like a specific process process that is unhealthy both mentally and physically, you know. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to switch gears to the mental aspect of, of how we mess ourselves up. I don't know if you guys read uh, Bradley Wiggins' most recent... There was an article about Bradley mm-hmm. Wiggins saying that he argued that uh, that his abuse that he suffered as a child contributed to his success as a professional cyclist, acknowledging a contradiction in the way that such instances of adversity can drive people to, quote, greatness, end quote. Um, multiple Olympic champion on the track, winner of the 2012 Tour de France. Um, he'd been gro- he revealed that he'd been groomed by a cycling coach when he was an early teenager. And, and this is a quote from him. I kind of think it contributed to why I was so great at cycling. It's a real contradiction in that the adversity is what gave me the drive to run away. 
I think there's a difference between being good and great at something, and my greatest ability was riding on my own. The drive that came within, particularly in cycling, was a means to facilitate escaping from where I grew up. So I did ride for hours away from Kilburn. The bike became a vehicle to run away from my childhood problems. The longer I could spend on my own time trialing for an hour record or an Olympic time trial in my own head was escapism from the person I was. When I stopped cycling, I didn't have that, and so I had to accept who I was. And last part of it, I think lots of people that are great at something have a drive that kind of stems from adversity. What we can do is change and accept it or learn to stop running away from it and help others. Oh, yeah. So is the sport the savior, a coping mechanism, or is Brad living in a state of denial slash protection? I mean, I think that we all have different ways of, you know, coping with our traumas. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But... I guess, like, to, <clears throat> to speak personally, I, and this is not me, like, that's a really big, serious situation. That's, heavy. that's, that's a really super serious heavy. situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, coming from, like, I, I mean, I talk about going, like, soccer all the time. Um, mm-hmm. But that is, a, that is a very toxic sport, especially when you get to a specific level, um, where if you don't spend a specific amount of time doing a specific amount, it's uh, doing a specific thing, then you won't make it to a, th- that specific level. Yeah. And so my mentality has probably been for X amount of years, I have no idea, that um, if I am not working the hardest, being the best, then I can't be where I would like to be. Mm -hmm. And from that, I think that I have kind of created some sort of mentality where I always have to be on or else I'll never be good enough. And so it's like that that has stuck with me to a point where now I obsess about if I don't ride, I won't, and I know I think I talked about this on a previous show but like that I won't be better and that's in and of itself a terrible mentality to carry with yourself because being better than everyone else is not living within your own right it's living on the account of others and that's yeah, really that's dangerous yeah um and sometimes I have to stop myself and tell myself that hey I I enjoy this I'm not getting paid to do this I'm not going to go to college for this like yeah that's something that I think cyclists always have to remember is that like we aren't three pedal strokes away. Us amateurs are not three pedal strokes away from a UCI contract. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're ri- we're riding on a Thursday night for fun. Yeah, yep. yeah. It's it's a complicated sport, man. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, that's such a great way to put it, Jay. I mean, because you know, how many people have you met that think they are so, taking it so seriously? They're mm-hmm. they're they're a sprint victory away from a pro contract. Yeah. Man. I mean, yeah, this is it, man. I'm oh. you know, get out of my way. I've, I'm, I'm going to divorce my wife over this. It's like, whoa. Yeah, too many yeah, people in their yeah. like mid 30s to mid 40s yeah. that are just like lose themselves in cycling yeah. and in a pretty unhealthy way. But Alejandro Valverde, table for one. <laughs> Sorry, retire. Yeah. yeah, he's still in the kit. I know. Yeah, anyway. that's insane. Yeah. yeah. Um. I will personally say, like, I mean, I am nothing like Brad Wiggins, right? But I can relate to his, like, wanting to release, like, inner pain into a, you know, like, sport. And that's what, like, I was touching on earlier about, like, people have had troubles with, like, drugs and alcohol in the past. Um, Like, it's a great source of, like, releasing that energy and that tension. Um like man, the times in which I am at my absolute worst, and I just can get on a bike and just 
hammer. And yeah. it's like, just bring that inner pain out. And it's like, oh, that feels good. Yeah. yeah. You know, but like, I think that there are healthy and unhealthy ways about that. Um, but I, I do think that bikes can be a good source of unleashing that. But you have to find the balance in it because, yeah. like, yeah, too many people get lost in that then. And a lot of other parts of their life end up paying, whether that's work or family or. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's um, I I don't know if you guys know this, but I've always been kind of a loner. <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed. <laughs> <laughs> and some of my best moments of my my life, and and please don't take this wrong, especially considering the fact that my freaking son is in the room and my, my yeah yeah Good yeah, yeah. freaking just sounds so freaking stupid it sounds so freaking stupid sounds like i miss middle schooler <laughs> gosh darn it uh, yes. Dad, you <laughs> did this mother pucking son of a goofball um <laughs> it just sounds stupid when you just let the words go um some of the, my best times in my life has been, have been out in the middle of nowhere in my own head. Um, I, 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 I talk to several of my students right now uh, about the fact that losing one of the worst things about adulthood is losing your imagination and, 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 and understanding that creating those incredible you know times of, of pretend in your mind are are it's a shame that we teach kids to lose these things. And some of my best times in my life were just, I would be out in the honest middle of nowhere, just in my head, creating things and, and scheming things. And these are the, these are the, the five o'clock in the morning moments that I talk about, Sam, where I wake up and boom, my brain's just going 300 miles an hour. I would do that. And that was in probably in essence, a coping mechanism, um, of, of thinking through and, 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 I don't know. I don't want to say hiding from, but dealing with life's issues, um, you know, parents divorcing, whatever it may be, all those types of things. Going out on the bike is a great way to just kind of when I talk about the theater, I talk about leaving your problems at the door. I talk about saying you have your bags of problems, drop them at the door. They will be there when you come back. Mm -hmm. Uh, Getting on a bike and going out for a long ride in many ways is the same concept. I can leave all my bullshit here and I'm going to go out for a bike ride and I'm not going to think about anything or even worse when I don't mean worse is I'm going to go for a, bu- a bike ride with a bunch of friends and we're going to just talk about stupid shit. Mm-hmm. We're going to movie quote and we're going to hurt each other and we're going to, you know, and then do all kinds of stuff like that. And, and I'm, I, Paul is like a freaking brother to me in a lot of ways but i'm going to hear the same story from paul that i've heard 14 times and i'm going to pretend i didn't hear it before every time you ride by that house out yeah and, paul's going to start telling a story and, and he tells it a little different he yeah. just seasons it a little differently yeah. every time mm-hmm. and i freaking love it oh yeah and so that is therapy to me and it's a, it's a beautiful thing. I'll come home from a ride. And my wife will say, what did you talk about? And I'm like, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. She said, you were gone for four hours. And you don't know what you talked about? No, I, I, I don't really know what I talked about. But I swore more than I'm allowed to on the podcast. <laughs> so, um, you know, I don't want to dive too far into traumatic moments of our lives. But 
um, with with what what we're dealing with in terms of time. In what ways has the sport helped you in terms of your character like that? You know, dealing with these things, dealing with these emotions. Has has cycling been a therapeutic moment? Has it damaged a relationship? You know, I, uh, Paul's talked about that. That you mm-hmm. know, he had a marriage yeah. fall apart. His practice you marriage. Know. Yeah, his practice. <laughs> he did say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I think that I. I mean, I, as everybody knows, I lived in Portland for a little while, um, and I loved my time there. I really did. Um, but, you know, sometimes, I mean, college is a high-stress situation. Yeah. Totally in and of itself. Um, but then, not only to mention that, um, my fiancé and I were both very family-oriented people, and so being away from the people that we um, that we love and enjoy to be around, it, it was kind of a tough thing to do. And so someday, like sometimes after, you know, a night of my neighbors yelling that they wanted to kill each other. You had messed up neighbors. We did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, But after after nights like that, like stressful nights like that, or for instance, when the neighbor cat gave my cat fleas, just little (laughs) things that like little things add up, especially when you have like when you have a 10 page paper due at the end of the week, just things like that, that add up on an uh, what? 20 year old um at and the time covid for your last two years mm-hmm. of yeah. school so as we as we begin to speak about this stuff and it adds up to almost look like a mountain that was that began as a molehill um things like going out for a ride by myself really were um really were therapeutic and that's not because i needed to get away from my fiance at all that's not it at all um but it's just like that solitude is something that is really important because you get to think through your problems yeah. at a level where you wouldn't be able to if you were talking to another person. Sure. Because I, f- I find that when I stop, step back, and really think about things, that's when I find the best solutions rather than talking them out because words are not words do not come well to oh me sometimes. Oh, my God, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so I think that that solitude is an important thing that not only cyclists need but everybody needs. However, when we ride, that is what we get. Sam, before I ask you to respond to the same question, I want to respond. I want to say two things. Number one, I couldn't agree with you more. There are many times when your your mom will go like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "Ah," she wants to talk about it immediately, even if it's something that has nothing to do with her. She mm-hmm. wants to talk about it immediately. I'm like, "I don't have the words. I want to talk about it immediately. I don't want to process I just, this. I need to." And and it's funny, Jackson, that you mentioned uh, going out for a ride and getting over those things. And I was going to ask you, Mr. Social Media Manager, why on the picture for tonight you had a guy riding down a hill? Is it all downhill from here? Oh, no. It's, <laughs> I didn't you're out on a bike ride, and you're almost on your way home, and you're coming down off of your problems. You've gone out for a ride, and mm-hmm. you've, you t- I, look at, I looked at that logo behind your head, and I'm like, did he? Can you tell the future? Wow, sometimes. Me out. <laughs> oh my god. Sometimes we all just things It's a collide. metaphor for the show, man. <laughs> Your brain is incredible. I'm not stoned or anything. Uh, yeah, this is incredible. Sometimes things just collide like I that. Just, oh, just, that's crazy. He's saying this and over his shoulder is the monitor with the logo on it. Yeah. And I'm just looking up going, what 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 what, what? stop? Yeah. Kid knows so much. He does. Yeah. He's way 
way wise goes. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, talk to me about uh, how it's helped you in terms of character and yeah. things like that. Yeah. yeah. Man, psych- my wife and I are literally having this conversation on Sunday about how <laughs> cycling has shaped me, like where I would yeah. be if I didn't have that. Right. Because, I mean, it taught me a lot of stuff. And, in now what it is it's transformed over the years right like it was what i was talking about earlier and that it was like hey you all need to step aside because this is the most important thing in my life to now it's like this is what helps me find balance right so my wife is like yeah you can't not ride you know because i'll come home from like a long (laughs) week and like having to deal with patients and i'm like i do not want to talk to anyone she's like just go get on the bike yeah really like just yeah yeah. because it's and it's where for me personally i process stuff right Mm -hmm. so i think about it's just like the uh, like old thing of like write down you know a letter and then it go to sleep on it and send it in the morning if you still feel that way yeah and it's like man nine times out of ten i will be just i am quick to the trigger anybody that knows me knows that like my first thing is like I'm ready to rip someone a new one if they piss me off. And like <laughs> then if I can actually step away from that, which is the first miracle, and then get out on a bike ride yeah. to process it, the second miracle, I'm usually way better for it. Like it's a great time to like, there's something about the chemical like endorphins that you get, um, you know, that like that hormonal release like makes you process this stuff in a different light than your normal brain, right? Yeah. Whereas like you're just, you're just like, cracked out on like all the bad stuff right and so you're just yeah and you're just mad and angry and this gives you a chance to like process it's so easy to dwell on that negative stuff too it is and like and cycling is such a somebody says one little side wrong thing to you and i i don't know about you guys i'm always like that's it i'm up for 36 hours just obsessing over that one. yeah and thinking how could i have like responded to that better or what should i have like said to them or where I come I up with the perfect response, yeah. which is an insult. Yeah. Yeah. I came up with the the jerk store yeah. Seinfeld response, but it came to me too late, and yeah. I just want to type back to him, going like, "Oh yeah, well, look what I just thought a whore <laughs> or something like that." You know, it's, my mother's been dead for ten years. Oh shit! Give me another ten hours. I'll yeah. be back. Yeah. <laughs> Hold that thought. Uh, <laughs> that's a great thing about texting. You just if somebody says something shitty, you don't have to respond, and that's the best thing. Yeah, go, that makes yeah, me want to ghost the shit out of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, what were you saying? No, that's what, that's actually sums it up perfectly. Um, let's uh, let's let's switch gears. Uh, do you have a, a fit? A oh, fit I tip? do, man. I think of these all the time. All right, fit tips with with uh, bike fit Sam, brought to us by our friends at the one and only Ambassador Cycling. And I do want to continue to thank Tailwind Th- Physical Therapy. Am mm-hmm. I do I have the name right? Yeah, is Tailwind it Tailwinds? Tailwind. Tailwind. Yeah, okay. Tailwind okay, because I've been yeah. there. Dozens of times. Everybody says tailwinds. Tailwinds. Yeah, like really? I truly patients that walk through the door. And I'm like, did you see the logo? It's like when people say Nordstroms. It's like there's no posture for you. It doesn't no belong posture, yes. to Nordstrom. Yeah. yeah, it's Nordstrom. Oh, really? It's Nordstrom. Nordstrom. Yeah. yeah see, just I'm doing that no with Nordstrom. Nordstrom. You hypocrite. Yeah. <laughs> you a <laughs> wad. <laughs> 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 but but yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So tailwind. Yeah. Great place. Um. Yeah. That's where I work. And then side gig <laughs> tucked in there is Ambassador Cycling. And yeah, I've had a several fits I've been picking up lately, which has been fun. AmbassadorCycling.com is what we do want to say, though. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. Go there. Um, send me an email and I'll get you set up. But yeah. man, I like so bike fit with everything that I offer. Right. Like a lot of it comes down to measurements. And I had a guy today like I'm just doing t- like honestly 
we're talking couple degrees or millimeters like with his whole thing it's so like he's so close to being dialed and then at the end he goes yeah that does feel a lot better but the other part that we talked on is nutrition and is like a cycling equipment and so for cycling equipment chamois He's like, man, I have like so many different pairs of chamois and it seems like some are thinner than the others that are thicker. And it's like, yeah, so look at like what you have and usually it's labeled like endurance chamois, right? Those are what you can race in those. There's no reason. Whereas you get the race I never paid attention to a specific chamois. I just buy the shorts. Totally. Oh my God. I know, right? It's a a normal thing. And so if it is endurance, it's usually a thicker chamois and it's because you're spending more hours in it, right? Whereas the race ones are a lot lower profile. Honest to God, I cannot figure out why that is. Like, why would I want to be uncomfortable on race day? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, give me a chamois. Yeah, exactly. Especially when you're racing four hours. Totally. I don't have an answer for that. I don't know why that's the case, but Uh, the industry has, like, selected that, right? So a lot of the race cut stuff is going to be thinner chamois. Endurance is thicker. And then the other big part is chamois butter. Pro tip. Anything with tea tree oil in it is antibacterial, right? So you'll have less chance of getting saddle sores if you do something like, I only know the chamois butter brand the, the best. The UTT Posh VR. Yeah, right? not yeah, to yeah, plug yeah. them, but just that's what no. I know the best. And You're welcome They to. have Euro yeah. style. They should call has, us up and sponsor us. They should. Yeah. Because I go through that. Yeah. Um, and But they have this tea tree one. It's Euro style. Tea tree. Okay. Tea tree oil. Yeah. I have one by, uh, I can't remember the name of the company, um, but it actually... I think it has a low-grade CBD in it. Ooh, is, it Hello, is it Hello Blue? Yeah, or, Hello yeah. Blue. Thank you. That's that's the manufacturer mm-hmm. of it. Um, I saw it because... It has uh, CBD in it? Yeah, Phil Gaiman uh, uh, had it. And, is and it because like they have all the like the arteries and stuff that you like absorb down there? I don't know. It's mentholatum to the roof, and it's just like... Ooh, feels like there's a breeze down there. <laughs> and But I'll tell it's you an what... angel's kiss. It, it is... And... It, it's a disgusting visual. <laughs> Think about it. But I, uh, I anything over like an hour and a half, two hours, mm-hmm. it's going on. And um, so anyway, I yeah, no, your no, that, I mean yeah. that's really it. Like yeah. I, I would just say like um, when it comes to chamois, pay attention to what you're buying um, because like sometimes, and uh, what's hilarious is a lot of the time those cheaper bibs are actually a lot more comfortable because they have the thicker. Wow. Um, padded yeah. them. Interesting. Yeah. I'd like to look at my skin suit versus my road totally. bibs because mm-hmm. I've never even stopped. But I, I think they're all the same. I know. They could know. be because I think that they're all classified race yeah. with the stuff that we order. Great. Yeah. I know. But, and I just know, like, once again, Castelli stuff, the best. Yeah. And then also, like, Roth, I think, does the same. And most of those other brands, they do an endurance and then a race cut. What do you guys think of the shorts with the pockets on the legs? I have a pair. They're really? two pairs. Ugh. I don't think I don't think they're that bad. I mean, Just for I gravel? made fun of them for so long. No, I, I did. I wore those across the state. Really? That I'm makes telling sense. you, it's so simple to just shove stuff in there. It's it's great. It's like you can be a garbage goat. Yeah. It's, it's it's truly actually it is a great thing to have um, more storage and it's way easier to access those than it is like. Oh, yeah. How's your shoulder getting Oh, there are so many times when I'm fatigued after about 80, 90 miles where I'm going like, I can't. I don't need the bar that bad. Yeah. 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 You're you're like going into a bunk because you can't actually reach the bar. I could crash into a ditch and my phone is in my center pocket for an emergency call. I would die in that (laughs) ditch. I'd just be like going, 
flipping around like a fish out of water. Just going, <laughs> oh, fuck it. See, there was my third. <laughs> there it is. There you go. I used it for a joke. <laughs> That's perfect. Man. That's tasteful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I just, <sighs> another death. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm still on the fence of that one. But you know, I see a lot of the 200 milers. The you know the 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 yeah. the, the not dirty. What it's they, uh, yeah, unbound. Unbound. You'll probably want that. some for our Palouse trip this yeah this spring summer yeah when we're doing. On. I'm do, I'm doing an overnight here. I, oh, I'm you and going I are to do an overnight. We should we're set up some kind thing. of a thing where it's like there's points for different stuff because yeah. I'm sleeping in a hotel. Oh, okay. And you, if you camp, you can have more points. Yes, right. And and there was but whoever be a... packs the, I don't know, minimalist. Yeah, gets more points. No, o- overall weight. Maybe overall weight. Maybe well, I, I think know. the overall weight would come out in the wash. Like you're faster than me because your bike's twenty pounds lighter. Yeah, but like if I decide to only bring the chamois that I have on and the jersey because I'm gonna wash them in the in the you in know the hotel sink. sink. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This I is can, we'll work on this. I'll just wash mine on the creek outside. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be so miserable day two and rubbing I'm outside the creek. <laughs> creek. Because that's what my, my in laws used to call it. Creek. Yeah, back in the creek. Hey, let's go bomb boundary creek. It's what? Creek. Boundary creek? No, quick. Like quick. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to end the show with a fun. I'm, I'm just calling. Uh, this is a new thing for 2023. It's the final K. Ooh. The final kilometer. In this case, it's the final question. Mm. Oh, gosh. K-W-E-S-T-I-O-N. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's a there. five o'clock in the morning. Stupid thought that <laughs> pops into my absolutely lunatic brain. So, gentlemen, if you could vastly improve upon a specific area of your cycling life, not just areas of fitness, what would it be and why? A specific hmm. area of your cycling life, not just fitness, what would it be? Interesting. Um, I, I will go first while you guys think, or unless you got something. To I mean, I would say like, so we're talking like training and all of that. Anything. Yeah, it yeah, could yeah. be, I want to ride more with my wife yep. or I want to travel more or yeah. I want to try EPO. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I would I say hear it like, gives a good buzz. Yeah. If I think about like my cycling life, I do. I'm pretty well balanced because that's what this last year was. See, I'm I knew like, you and Jackson yeah, were both going to do. This I'm song. I'm well balanced in that category. Like yeah. I ride with my wife a yeah. lot. Yeah. Like she's a killer riding partner. Yeah. Um, and then going out and hammering with you guys, I'm pretty balanced between like work, getting on the bike, training. But what I would like to improve on for this next year is I want to sprint. I have never you had. I'm a purist in time trial, right? Like okay. you pick your speed and I'll just sit there. Whereas like if you ask me to get away from a group, it's like, God, I hope this is like a, you know, 40 person train that I can wind up in the back of. Because <laughs> like by the time I hit the front, if I've even had that long to warm up, I might be going three miles an hour faster than that. Yeah. I'm so slow at a turn of pace. Like... 1200 watts over here. I used, to be, I used to be a really good sprinter. Yeah, I'm horrible. Yeah. Jackson? I think... How many can I have? One or One. two? One. One? Okay. Um, let's see. This kind of coincides with my other one. Um, I would like to be a better 
<clears throat> like for this is the only way I know how to put it in, in into words, but is a long distance climber. Mm. Okay. I think, okay. for instance, Valley Chapel mm-hmm. is a relatively longer climb for us. Would you say a mile and a half, two, mi- yeah, two miles? Yeah, something max. like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 That is not a like sweet spot area climb for me. Yeah. That's too long. And oh, so okay. I think I would God, like... God, really? I think that you excel at that. See, if it's a shorter... If it's like a shorter climb but it's kind of steep that's i have like mm-hmm. i have the power to be able to like shoot up something like yep. that rather than maintain once when we maintain something over let's say when uh, david for instance yeah. when he said 350 watts i can't maintain that for a super yeah. long time but i could go up a short climb at 800 watts or f- like what we did earlier sure. in the year yep. 400 watts and hold that for 5 minutes that's fine but that long 350 type of thing is okay. Yeah, it'll be on 10 minute plus climb. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. what wins stage races too though. It is. I know. Cuz there's always at least a climb that's that long in them. I can't think of a stage race that there isn't. Yeah. Um I can think of about 300 things that I would like to <laughs> you do. You get one. Life. Yeah. I mean, you know, what's running through my brain after you guys mentioned it's like riding more with my wife because my wife and I used to be just monsters on a tandem. Mm-hmm. We loved it. I could think about um, my weight obsession. I could think about all that kind of stuff. But you know what? Um, I think this is the year where I get back into my head. And God damn it, I have turned into a lunatic on this podcast. I'm not this messed up, everybody. Uh, but uh, but I, I, I want to gain my uh, my 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 confidence back, mm-hmm. my yeah. ability to go up to a race start and saying, "Let's rock, let's go." You're all screwed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to get back into that. I yeah. need to get back to that mentality, and that is that is a uh, you know fight or flight, and <laughs> I've been I've been flighting. Mm-hmm. I've been flighty. Yeah, you know the, the RC three really put that into perspective. I, I I I asked you guys about that. I recorded myself after that race and and before and after that race. I did a little kind of confessional in my car about, and I was just it was just a spiral into psychosis, man. It was just like going, <laughs> dude, relax. It's a bike race. And I'm like, I don't know, man. This is raining. I don't want to be here. Bye bye bye. And then after the race, I'm just like going, I don't think I deserve to own a bike. Wow, <laughs> dude, stop it! And I sent it to you guys. I remember saying, "Guys, would this be good in for content for the show?" Everyone's like, and "Bury that!" I just, I got crickets Crickets. back. It's just like, "Don't, no, don't, no, don't, do not do that. share." That. I think it was good for <laughs> personal use to be able to look back. <laughs> yeah. at like embarrass. Well, yeah. like, like, remember I, when you wore those flare jeans, Pat? Well, kind of, yeah. To be able to yeah. look back and be like, I don't want to be there again. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. It was bad. It was yeah. bad. Yeah. So. That's a good goal for next year. Yeah. Mental yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I can go out on a ride with you guys and just like, going, let's go, man. You yeah. know, I'm feeling good today. I'm going to hammer it out. But then uh, I'm you know, going to single you out next year. <laughs> I'm going to be like, Pat, you're fooked today. Fooked. I almost <laughs> dropped it. <laughs> you can't. I can't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Wow. You can. You guys are fine with it. So yeah. 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 All right. Well, let's hope let's uh, let's hope we get some bike races this year, man. Yeah. You know, um yeah, I'm so I'm looking at our calendar so far and after our last announcement is one, two, three, four, five, six events over the entire season. 
That's depressing as hell. Mm -hmm. That's not including gravel. That's not including unannounced events. That's not including the stage races. We've got uh, Baker. What's that? Turalwala. We've got uh, uh, Baker City. Yep. And we've got the one I can't mention because all of our drinks are empty, except Sam's is. Tour de Bloom. Mm. Yeah. So uh, hopefully, you know, I, I, I can't get to many of those stage races because of. I've got work obligations on those weekends, mm-hmm. but, right. but, uh, so we'll see. I'll be there. Yeah. I'd love it. You know, and I, I agree with you guys, you know, and I, the, the sport all, talking about all this stuff about mental and, and, and physical. And I think the, the camaraderie element comes into it. You know, when I had the endurance guys in here, I could see that they were friends who loved to ride together. Yeah. And they claimed they weren't competitive, but when somebody else is feeling bad, they kind of feel good. They admitted yep. it, you yeah. know, and we're, we're kind of in the same boat. So um, I think that's that's the best part of it. So maybe we don't need to pin a number on. Maybe we just need to go out and beat the shit out of each other. So, yeah. yeah. But sometimes it's fun to beat the shit, uh, not beat the shit out of each other, but use the times you beat the shit out of each other to beat the shit out of somebody else. Together. Exactly. Together. Yeah. The more you know. <laughs> that's it. I'm going to end the show on that. Thanks, yeah. you guys. Talk to you next week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 